0: Welcome to the Dear Beloved podcast. I'm your host, Laura Jean, founder of the Beloved Collective, and together we will dive deep into relationships, femininity, and the stages leading up to marriage from a Catholic perspective. Here you'll find real conversations rooted in the truth, dispelling the lies found in our culture, and learn practical ways that we can keep Christ at the center of our lives and relationships. Dear Beloved, welcome back to... The podcast. I am so sorry that we took a little hiatus there unexpectedly. My computer was in getting um, some repairs. And so we took a little hiatus for a little bit, but we are back in full swing now. And today I want to talk about um, a topic that's really close to me, but isn't always close to everyone else, but it's something that I really love. So I wanted to share it um, because I really love it. Um, And that's the topic of letter writing or letters in general, right? So I don't know about you guys, but I love getting things in the mail, right? Getting letters in the mail. Um, I actually really enjoy writing letters. I'm not the best writer at all. And sometimes that stops me from writing the letters um, that I, I want to write, but I've kind of gotten to the point where it's like, I love receiving letters so much and it brings me so much joy no matter if the letter is written super well or not. So am I holding back from giving someone else that joy of receiving a letter, letting them know that I was thinking of them and things like that because I think I'm not that good at writing a letter, right? <laughs> so that's something that's been on my Heart and mind recently, and so I've just decided, you know what, we're just gonna write the dang letter and it's gonna be wonderful. Um, Letters have always been super special to me. I'm I have a lot of siblings, I'm the fifth out of seven, and by the time I got to the fifth kid, you know, my parents weren't saving baby books of all of us or anything like that. But one thing that they did save for me was. A box um, of all the letters that I received when I was a baby. So, like at my baby shower, actually, I don't think that I had a baby shower, but <laughs> at my birth, um, at th- my baptism, a couple of my first birthdays, things like that. And I remember finding that box when I was able to read. I don't know, I was probably like eight or something, and pouring over those letters. And being able to read what people wrote was the coolest experience. I absolutely loved it. And I would, you know, package up that box, put all the letters back inside um, so that the next time I could pull it out again and read them all over again because it's something that I really, really enjoyed. That kind of, I think for me, was the first time that I really loved or can remember my love for letters coming to fruition, you know. Um, And then I was, I had a couple of pen pals growing up, you know, Um, and nothing was more exciting than getting a letter in the mailbox. You know, as a kid, you run out to the mailbox every day and you check, you know, and you usually bring bills home or um, random stuff for other people. But when your name is on a letter, it's like, whoa. Whoa. Um, and so that was like super fun. And we, you know, write it on notebook paper with our pencils and like nothing fancy, but it was the coolest experience getting letters, um, as a kid. And so I don't know, I've always just had this love for letters and then comes, you know, the rom-coms, right? (laughs) You read these books like Jane Austen, um, who, you know, they they really communicated using letters in that time period. And we didn't have texting or email or, you know, phone calls. So they had to rely on letters. And that was reading those books with, with those letters and little women and how they left letters in that little mailbox between um, the March house and Lori's house, right? That always intrigued me and I could relate to it and be like, oh yeah, when there's like a letter that has your name on it, um, it's so special, right? And reading these books, you know, it was so cool. And then watching the movie adaptations of these books, it's like, brings it to a whole other level because you get to see the care and the time that it takes to write a handwritten letter that really explains a whole conversation, really. Um, And just like that that it's more of an art than a thing to do if that makes sense. Um, and it in a crazy turn of events, <laughs> the way that my life has turned out, I have actually had the opportunity to design my own stationery and and offer them as products to the world. And that is like the coolest thing for me. Like I geek out all the time about it because it's like, I I have this love for writing letters and I want to hand that on to people and I think they're so important and to have something beautiful to um, have your note be delivered to someone is like the icing on the cake, right? And I really see it as more of an art than something to do. To write a letter, to write a thank you note, to write a birthday card, you know, so often we are used to the bare minimum, right? Happy birthday, love so-and-so thinking of you today, love so-and-so. That's kind of what we'd say in text these days, right? Oh shoot, I forgot it was someone's birthday. Thank you Facebook for, remem- for reminding me and here's a happy birthday text, right? Um, and if you do think of writing a card, right, to maybe someone who doesn't have a phone yet, like I, I think of my little nieces and nephews who I, you know, write a quick little note to. They can't read, right? Things like that where you're just like, happy birthday bud, like can't believe you are two, whatever. Um, there's there's that, right? There's the, I did the thing, they know I'm thinking of them, et cetera. Check that off my to-do list. And there's also the other side of it, which is an art, right? Of sharing in who you are and, and sharing that with another person. And this kind of came full circle for me when I realized that Writing a letter shouldn't always be about the person you're writing to. I mean, yes, there's an element to that. And especially if it's like a birthday card or something like that. But when it's correspondence um, in maintaining or growing a relationship, whether it be with a friend like a pen pail or someone who's just far away, right? That that kind of communication and that kind of correspondence requires you to be thinking about yourself and conveying your thoughts and your experiences in a way that someone else could receive it right i for so long was stuck on the well do i just ask a bunch of questions in a letter right <laughs> it doesn't really make a lot of sense it's not it's not like a text right um but when i when that switch flipped and i realized oh i need to convey what my thoughts are, what I've been up to, my thoughts and feelings, etc., that helped me a lot to reframe kind of letter writing in general. So the other day I asked on my Instagram stories um what types of scenarios that people had that they are writing letters for and to kind of come up with some ideas for how to write a letter for them, right? So one of the things that came through on that was um, like an occasion, you know, like what do you say to someone who is, you know, celebrating a birthday or an anniversary or something like that? And for that, I would say, you know, you start off with addressing them, um, addressing the occasion that you are sending them a letter for, um, and sharing how you have seen them grow through this. If it's a birthday this year or an anniversary this year, or, uh, if it's a graduation, like grown through this, this season of life that they were a student or something like that, right? Sharing what you think, um, has been their transformation and encouraging them, right? I love sharing encouraging things in letters because it's something that you can read and reread if you choose to. And so having something encouraging there for them to, you know, celebrate where they're at, but also encourage them in their moving forward is, is important. So I always love that. Do a little bit of encouragement. And then I always like to add, you know, This is um, how I've seen you grow, um, you know, and then whatever ending you want to have with that. So that's like an occasion. What's up, beloved fam? It's me, Laura Jean, interrupting this episode to tell you about my flagship program, Made Beloved. Made Beloved is a proximate marriage preparation program that was designed with single individuals and dating couples in mind. When I was getting my master's in marriage and family theology, I was filled with so much gratitude that I got to study those topics as a single woman. I knew that what I was learning was changing my life not only then, but would change everything moving forward. I created this program not as a typical marriage preparation program where you already know who and when you're getting married, but more to answer the big questions of, was I made for this? What are these longings teaching me about the design of God for marriage? Is there really something that can fulfill all of these desires of my heart? And if there is, how do I start building the life that supports these beautiful design of the creator? We go over all of that and more in the 12-week Made Beloved program. I only open up registration a couple of times a year, so go to thebelovedcollective.com to learn more and to sign up for our waitlist to be the first to know when registration opens up. Looking for curated, beautiful paper goods and intentional products to simplify your life? Then look no further than the Beloved Co. Shop yes, my very own product shop is here. Each product is made with the intention of helping you live well in the present moment. Stationery to help you connect with others, desk pads to help you remember what's really important as we plan out our weeks, and so much more. Intentional Catholic products to help you be a saint now and prepare you well for your future. These also make excellent gifts, so if you are looking for a gift for someone special in your life, check out the Beloved Co. shop on our website, thebelovedcollective.com. That's Beloved spelled B-L-V-E-D. And as always, you can find the link in our show notes. Another one that came through was um, for just just for no reason, right? Reaching out to a friend. These ones are so fun because these are just some of the most fun to receive, (laughs) right? No occasion, literally just randomly, Um, and these are again, like I said, times for you to share about you and your life. Um, So I would start off by like, "Hey, how's it going? It's been so long. Can't believe it's been so long." Here's what I've been up to and then share like some highlights or, you know, share some highlights and then maybe a memory that made them think, made you think of them and why you're reaching out, right? So like, I was walking by, you know, the tree that we used to climb when we were kids and I thought of you and that I would update you and just reach out, you know, things like that. Um, Those are my favorite things to include in a just because letter, right? Um, another type of letter that often is a lot for people and it stops them from writing them because they don't know where to start is um, a letter that has more meaning behind it, like like a love letter or something that you want to convey to someone. Um, and again, in these ones, I I tend to lean more towards expressing my experience and where I'm at and what I've been up to, right? Because that for the person receiving that, that's what they want to receive. They want to receive a piece of you. And that's why you're writing a letter. It's not a, a series of questions that you're asking them to respond to. I'm sure there can be some of that, but the majority of the letter, you want it to be, to be you sharing yourself with them. Um, so that's what I would say for that. Um, some of my favorite uh, things to read of the saints are actually their letters. The saints wrote a lot of letters to um, throughout their lives. Of course, they have, and of course, you know, I mean, we're we have saints now in our modern times that used other means of communication that are more modern to us. But for a lot of saints, it was writing and and writing things down. And I love reading. Um, the different letters that the saints wrote. It shows me so much of their humanity and just their personhood and how they related to other people, not, you know, in this way where maybe this same saint had written a treatise on something, right? Left us with their work that it's a little bit more personal because they're writing to somebody uh, in their life that they have a connection to that they aren't expecting the rest of the world to see. Right. And so it shows you a little bit more into who they are, um, in, in a deeper, more authentic way. One of my favorite stories about a saint is St. Catherine of Siena. She was a firecracker, right? <laughs> she is a doctor of the church for good, good reason. Um, I recently was reading about her life, and you know, I didn't realize that a lot of her life she was hidden away in her parents' home, acting like a hermit, right? Acting like a cloistered person in her family's home, right? I don't really think of that when I think of St. Catherine of Siena. When someone thinks of St. Catherine of Siena, they think of how bold she was in talking to the Pope (laughs) um, and getting him back to Rome. So in that time, there was a period of, uh, not that I'm on the spot, I don't know how many years, but quite a few Popes that um, they left Rome because they were, uh, they felt that it was unsafe to be in Rome and they moved to Avignon, France, which is where the um, popes resided for, again, I don't remember how many years, but a good number of years. There were like, I don't know how many popes, but quite a few, um, who reigned in Avignon and she was asked by God to send a letter to the Pope at the time and telling him to come back to Rome. And she <laughs> did. And it was due to her answering the call and writing these very strongly worded uh, letters to the Pope, I believe it was Pope Gregory something, Um, and getting him back to Rome. Of course, he was like, who are you and why are you writing me these letters? She wrote to him multiple times and encouraged him to move um, the papacy back to Rome. And so it was, I mean, those letters were a catalyst for that move. The the way that God used her and her writing was just incredible um, for the church, for history, for all of it. Um, and so I think of her when I think of like a really powerful uh, letter that that literally changed the face of history and, and the face of the church. So, um, she's pretty great. And I don't think she is necessarily considered the patron saint of letters, but I guess we can adopt her as that. So <laughs> I think of her when I, when I write my letters. I also love reading, um, JP2's letters and, um, St. Therese also has some great letters that I love to read. She wrote a lot to her sisters, um, her biological sisters who also happen to be her sister's as sisters, but especially her biological sisters. Um, so that's always a good time to read those, but I hope that this encouraged you to just pick up the pen and write the darn letter, (laughs) right? You don't have to wait until you have the perfect occasion or the perfect words to go along with your sentiments. Um, messy action is better than no action as we hear all the time. Um, but it's true. And if your thought behind writing a letter is to let that person know that they are seen, known, and loved, and heard, then that's the action of writing the letter is conveying that. So do the darn thing, pick up the letter, (laughs) write it, um, and and send it over because I, I really think it's important. And like I mentioned, I have the pleasure of designing my own stationery um, and designing it for you to like I said have a beautiful um, way to write letters to other people so I would be so over the moon <laughs> if some of this happy mail going out um, had my designs on it like seriously I it just uh, it makes me so excited to know that, you know what i can do in my own time in my own space impacts other people and and can put a smile on someone else's face not because they know who i am but because you know who i am and you sent it to them so i think that's just really cool so if you want to check out any of my stationery you can um at my website um thebelovedcollective.com and the show note in the show notes i'll have a link to the shop um, directly but wonderful thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you next time thanks for tuning into the dear beloved podcast if you enjoyed this episode please share it with a friend or many on social media and leave a rating and review and don't forget to follow along at the beloved collective on instagram and youtube that's beloved spelled b-l-v-e-d